How's it going? Stage Rower. Fancy times, as always. I'm your, uh, speaking of fancy, <laughs> I'm your fancy pants host, James. That's me. Oh my God, James. It's been a while. Been a while since I could say I wasn't addicted. And been a while. I always thought he was saying since I was a dickhead. Yeah. That's exactly what he's saying. It's been a while since I wasn't a dickhead. You fucking idiot. It's good to see you too, James. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you guys something. Does my voice sound a little weird? You know what that sound is? It's the sound of just waking up on a Thursday at around 9.30 a.m. That's right. I've still got sleepy time voice, everybody. <laughs> but James, why are you home? Are you sick? No, I'm not. Are you playing hooky? No, I am not. I'm out of I'm out of guesses, James. Did you get fired? Huh. Not yet. No, guess what they made me do recently, everybody? I've reached the level of importance at my place of <laughs> of employment that they now have the right. No. <laughs> Nay, the privilege. To strip me from my Saturdays. That's right. They're doing me the favor of removing my free Saturdays. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> the peasants rejoice. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, I've, uh, I've passed the training. This very long training. I don't know how I did it, to be honest with you. I don't know how I, I, don't know how I got through it. Let me let me tell you guys something. Now this isn't a cop out. This is this isn't a cop out. This is a I believe this is to be true. But what does it matter anyway? I mean, my perception against yours. Uh, I mean, what is the truth and what? No, anyways, I feel that in my motorcycle accident of about uh, let's see, uh, 10, 11 years ago, twelve years ago, whenever that was, I believe that I have suffered brain injury. Oh my God, James. Everyone can tell you're brain damaged if they listen to this show. Well, that's actually accurate. Yes, I, <laughs> I believe that I have brain damage. I am damaged, everybody. So yes, I am handicapped and you are listening to a disabled person's podcast right now. In a way, you're supporting the disabled. In another way, you're not. Depending on who is looking <laughs> or listening. Nah, dude. Okay, so basically, I know you. If you're, uh, if you're a hardcore danger listener, I'm sure there's none of you out there, but let's just say there's one of you. You know, so I'm not speaking to you. The short version is uh, 11 years ago, whenever it was, I was viciously ejected from a motorcycle. Now, I remember going down this dark road with my friend who I still am friends with. We were driving down this dark road together. And actually, to, to backpedal a little bit, he called me up. I was about to fucking lay down in my bed, watch some TV, and relax. Okay? I was single. Ready to mingle? No. Nah, I was living at the back, the back house of my grandparents. And I was loving fucking life. I had my own little room with a bathroom, 
my own private little fucking space for once in my whole life. And I was having a great time. I had a motorcycle. I was saving up some money. Things were looking up for your old pal Danger. Well, this is pre-Danger. But uh, anyhow, I'm laying down. The phone rings. Or sorry, it's a text. Nobody calls, right? And I read it. It's like, hey, let's go for a ride. You know, I'm pissed off. I need to get out of the house. And right when I read it, the fucking first thing I thought was don't go. Don't do it. Stay here. You were about to sit down right now. You put on your comfy clothes. You're about to sit down and watch some goofy show. Just take it easy. Don't go. I thought all that in like a split second, right? I was like, ah, fuck, I wonder if I should go. He seems like he's kind of mad at some, someone or something. So maybe uh, I should be a good friend and do the right thing. The point is, don't do the right thing. Follow your gut. It's there for a reason. I should not have left that fucking night. My whole life would be a whole different course. But James, aren't you happy that whatever happened that night set you on the course that you're on now? And that everything's great? No, absolutely not. Do you know how many, you know how many regrets I have in my life? And it all stems down to that fucking night, I think. You sound like a broken man, James. <laughs> I, you know what? I really, truly believe. I mean, you can talk all night about the possibilities and you know what, what, what could have and would have happened. It's all pointless because who fucking knows, right? But I truly believe that if I would not have gone out that night, my life would be a whole different way and for the better, I think. I think. Anyway, basically, I left that night and wound up going out with my buddy. We're driving down some industrial road at night. There's no one around. And I, that's when my memory stops. I wake up in the hospital, uh, arms tied to the fucking bed, tube in my throat, left arm paralyzed. You know the whole story. Or do you? I don't know. Basically... I know, real quick. And I'm covering a bunch of old stuff, but you know, there's only so much shit you can talk about on a podcast like this. By yourself, especially. Basically, I don't have any memory of anything, but I was ejected from the bike and... Um, oh, but don't worry. My fall was broken up by a steel water main <laughs> and it snapped my collarbone in half, which uh, punctured my left lung and also severed my nerves to my left arm, which left me paralyzed for about a year. And uh, yeah, so... <clears throat> I guess the whole point is follow your gut, everybody. <laughs> nah, the whole—I might sound like I'm, you know, in a depressed fucking. Oh, what could have been? That's not—that's not the whole point here. The point is, after that accident, you know, when I hit that pipe, my fucking helmet flew off. I hit so fucking hard, and uh, I got this scar under my chin. Basically, I think I have brain damage because of this accident. I don't think my brain's ever been the same ever since. You know, I'll forget words a lot of times. A lot of times on this podcast, this is a little behind the scenes stuff you don't know, everybody. When I'm doing these solo shows, sometimes I will be talking and I could just could not think of a fucking word and I got to press pause until I think of the word. It's really fucking terrible. <laughs> now, I know I've just been rambling, but it all ties into my job. So I went through this, uh, I'm in this position. It's pretty fucking tough. And it has not been easy for me. 
I'm not going to tell you what I do for a living because it's top secret. Let's just say I'm a police officer. <laughs> There's a lot of information that I have to know. A lot of shit. And uh, I, it seems like I went through this training for it. And once you go through like this training course and they stick you out for more training, but you're actually on the job training and you're on your own for a while, for a long time. But in the, let's call it a classroom setting where they teach you everything, I got, I barely got through it, but I forgot every fucking thing they taught us. I fucking forgot almost everything. And like the other guys that have been through the course, I'll talk to them and they're like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, they told us this and that. Don't you remember that? I go, no, I don't. Like, how do you not fucking remember that? We went up like, it was like a whole day we covered it. It's like, dude, I have no fucking memory of that. (laughs) So the point is, I'm surprised I've come this far. (laughs) I'm surprised I made it through my final stages of training for this job. I'm surprised I have not yet been fired or set back to a a lower position because, uh, God damn, my my memory, it turns out, I'm going to just go ahead and go with that it's a a disability. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm not dumb or anything, you know? It's because I can't remember stuff. And I got a supervisor who's really my fucking saving grace in this whole thing because there's two of them. One guy is super fucking cool, right? The other guy is kind of like a, you don't, he's still cool, but you don't want to, you don't want to deal with him too much. But the, the, the guy I like is so fucking awesome. And I call him all the time with questions. And he's always like, you know, giving me shit for calling him. And I'll just, you know, look, I have brain damage. I, I, I always tell him that I'm a high functioning retard. Oh my God, James, you can't say that. Yes, I can. Because I am. I am a high functioning retard. Now, look, here's the point. You got to own this stuff, everybody. I know I'm making a lot of points. <laughs> You got to own it, okay? Because people start feeling sorry for you. Like, oh, he doesn't know any better. He's dumb or he's high-functioning. And you just own it. Don't be cocky. Make fun of yourself and you won't ever get in trouble, really, because it's like, oh, well, he's just a lovable dummy. (laughs) That's my life. A lot like how Peterson goes about life, you know? Shout out to Peterson. Peterson uh, sets the bar. He actually doesn't set the bar. He sets the bar so low, it's not even set. It's just on the floor. That way, anything he does, people are like, oh, wow, look at that. He did something. Great. His wife is always impressed. His kids are never disappointed. Be more like Peterson and I. (laughs) Well, Peterson doesn't, doesn't set the bar, really. I'll set the bar and then make fun of how low I set it. Okay? To other people, so they won't expect too much out of me. So there you go. I think they're both adequate, <laughs> depending on how. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you want to hear two morons talking on a podcast together, Peterson and I, and uh, Lito, a self-absorbed cunt, Sticks and Stones Podcast, everybody, at Sticks and Stones Podcast on Instagram, sticksandstonespodcast.com, Ron Mixler, live shows every other Friday, all that bullshit, and more. It's funny because I work with this, this, uh, this girl came along and we were all like, it's mostly dudes I work with. And when there was a girl coming on, we're like, ah, oh, fuck, she's going to ruin everything, right? We're going to have to like stop, watch what we say and, uh, you know, 
it's going to be a feminine or uh, female around. It's going to be more sensitivity. And we're going to have to, you know, really trim up our shit talking. This chick is cool as fuck, dude. She's cooler than most of the dudes. You can, you can talk so much shit to her. For example, I call her dickhead. <laughs> Every time I see her, hey, what's up, dickhead? She's, so, that, kind of, she's that kind of cool. And uh, like I would call that my, one of my really awesome supervisors and she'd be with him. And he'd put me on speakerphone, this dick, and I'd ask him questions and you just hear her like, oh my God. You really asking that? <laughs> and so uh, I, you know, I shit talk to my supervisor like, hey, what do you, what do you got on the speakerphone for? You're supposed to, and I've said this before on a fuck you moment. All you assholes out there listening have the common courtesy to say, hey, you're on speakerphone so that someone doesn't say something they shouldn't or so they actually, so they know. It's <laughs> that's such horseshit when you're talking to someone and you hear someone else in the background like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Anyway, so one day, one day, one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport, because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Anyway, where was I? Sorry, brain damage. Yeah, so I tell this chick one day, She's like, oh my God, I can't believe you asked that question the other day. I heard you ask that question. Like, you should know that. Even I know that. And she's like, she's lower than me. I go, look, you might not know this, but I've had, I've had brain damage in an accident. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah, I was in a pretty bad accident. And ever since then, you know, it's, it's never been the same for me. It was a violent accident. And the look on her face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She got so like, oh, I didn't know that. I was like, well, yeah, how would you? I wouldn't. I never told you, you know. But yeah, I forget stuff all the time. My memory is just jacked. <laughs> Ever since then, she hasn't been so mean to me when it comes to remembering stuff. <laughs> I know some of you are saying, I wouldn't want someone to feel sympathy for me. I'll take it all day. Fuck it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this show, I don't know if you noticed, I didn't write anything down. I'm just going from the hip. And, uh, you know, it's been a while since I've done a show, so I'm, I might be a little bit rusty. Solo show, by the way. And uh, so go fuck yourselves if you don't like it. You can always turn it off. I don't care. You think I care about this show at this point? I have run this show into the ground. No consistency. Nobody listens anymore. It's just, it's just a matter of time. I'm just trying to go to 200. And, and be done with this fucking thing. Because I promised myself that. <laughs> all right. So if you're listening, it's all added bonus. So good for you. I must sound like the biggest bitch on this episode, huh? I don't know what it is. You know, I, I'm just, I'm in a mood. I should be in a great mood. Because like I was saying, I know I'm all over the fucking place, but I'll get back to it. I will. Just give me some time. Brain damage, remember? Uh, yeah. So I, ha I had to work last Thursday. I mean, sorry, Saturday, so that I have today, Thursday off. They did me that favor. Hey, guess what? You got to come in on your Saturday, but it's okay. You'll get Thursday off during the week. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, but it is cool to, uh, you know, house is empty, kids are at school, wife is at work. 
You get to wake up in peace and quiet. I never get to do that. Even though they all woke me up this morning. Uh, but you know what? I don't really mind. They're all being loud and shit, but my little boy gets in bed with me and starts fucking cuddling me. Oh. Oh. I'm going to say it right here, right now. My favorite thing in life. My absolute favorite thing in life is to cuddle my kids. That's right. That's the best. But James, doesn't that go against your original point of you going on a different path if, you, if you'd never left that night? Yeah. I guess a part of you is right. I think right now, though, if I never left that night, I'd be a highly successful individual. Really living the high life. <laughs> I'm not going to say it all happens for a reason. <clears throat> I think that's a bunch of horse shit. This is what God's plan was. This is what was intended to be. This all happened for a reason. You did that so you could be in the, t- in the place you are now. Oh, horse shit. He thinks some asshole up there is all looking down at us going like, okay, well, I got a plan for all these people. I bet uh, <laughs> this has to happen in order for this to happen. So uh, it's all got to happen that way or else. No, it can't be. Look, I've done a lot of thinking about life and the meaning of, and I, I, I've come to the conclusion, I mean, what the hell do I know? But uh, it just seems, let's just say this, it seems to me, I don't speak in definitives because I think that's, that's also horseshit. But in my opinion, at this point, at this present time, because, you know, it changes all the time because you get new information. Now, that's, what, that's one thing I fucking hate about um, politics. Even I'm not going to get into that, but it's like, well, you said this 10 years ago. It's like, yeah, well, people change, you fuck. <laughs> even though most of them are probably changing just to get the vote. But I mean, the point is, depending on how, you know, your, your experience in your life and at the time and what you're going through, you're going to have different perspectives on different things. So, I mean, it's always going to change, right? Anyway, so uh, at this point in my life, it seems like it seems like everything is just happening by chance. There is no God, you know, fueling anything going on. It's just things just happen. A lot of the examples are <clears throat> like this. There's a story I already talked about on the Danger Hour before where this guy in his like middle-aged years all of a sudden started having these feelings of attraction towards little boys. And it started scaring him. Like, what the fuck is this? Why am I attracted to little boys? Why? You know, so he actually went to the doctor because he was terrified because he's a normal dude. I think he was even married with kids or whatever. It's like, why the fuck am I getting attracted to little kids? And it turns out when they did a scan of his brain, he had some tumor growing in the exact part that triggers that kind of attraction or some weird shit. I'm not a doctor. But I did go to med school. Basically, they removed the tumor from his brain and he no longer had those thoughts. Now, shit like that, cases like that really fuck with me. Like, all right, it just seems like things are just happening. You know, they just happen. And it just seems like all of this life that we're living is just all by chance. Right? I mean, just every, all the circumstances happen just the way they're supposed to in order for life to be it is the way it is now. That's how it seems to me at this point. 
It doesn't seem like there's some kind of grand design behind it. Because, I mean, if there was, why would you design a penis that had to shoot sperm and pee out of the same hole? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you design a hole to, to breathe out of and, and swallow food? That doesn't make any sense. Poor designs, if you ask me. <laughs> People choking because they're, they're trying to drink water or eat food and they die because they can't breathe. Isn't that dumb that our nose and our mouths link up in the same tube? It, uh, you see, that's just, that's, that's another here nor there. The point is, it seems like everything is just happening by chance. All of it. All of it. And I mean, I might, I might uh, but you know, there's, there's a whole strain of thought that comes after that, which might be boring to you, but my, my mind is all fucking jacked all the time. Like, I think about that, but then it's like, well, dickhead, if there was a God and there is a plan, you'd think you'd possibly be able to fathom it at all? What if everything that you're seeing, you just can't uh, put it all together and it's way beyond what you can comprehend? Like, what if that child porn guy or child uh, attracted to kid guy, what if that's supposed to be, uh, you know, so we've, we completely understand every facet of the brain because it's, it's in our destiny to uh, move on from there. Like when I always bring up that the plague and the rats and all that shit all over the place. And that's why everyone's getting sick. And then we realized what the problem was and we corrected it. Is it all a plan? Every stupid thing to advance us in some direction? You know, or is it uh, the thing I've been thinking about lately? Are we all supposed to become robots? Is that our destiny as human beings? To become robots. We see it coming. We know it's coming. We've made movies about it, depicting the terrible future, and yet we're still going down that path. Everything's becoming automated. Is that what's supposed to happen? Are we all supposed to become, or supposed to evolve from the state we are now into a form of some kind of, I don't know if it's a cybernetic organism, or just completely fucking machines. Transformers. <laughs> Before you roll your eyes, it's completely fucking possible. Everything is. <laughs> I've seen Chappie. Consciousness. What's the, what's the definition of consciousness, consciousness and life? And what's, what defines a human? Who fucking knows? But it would be pretty goddamn crazy if we're supposed to become robots. You know, that's our, des that's our destiny. I mean, honestly, isn't that... If we all became robots, isn't that a form of evolution that's, uh, you know, going to prolong us? Because if we... We're, we're doing it now. We got a, we we're missing a leg. We put a fake leg on there. But hey, look what's happening. People are becoming paralyzed they're getting in, uh, you've seen those, those robot legs they got going? It's fucking wild. So what difference does it make? If we just, uh, we all become fully robotic and then we can just replace any parts we need and last forever. But we're still, you know, we still have our consciousness. That's fucking wild. What if that's our, our destiny as a human race? In that case, would, uh, would the uh, child pornography guy or the pedophile should we be thanking him? Who fucking knows? All right, fine. Maybe there is a God. You see, this is my whole life. I can never decide anything. 
I talk myself in and out of every situation. Ah, oh, fuck me. All right, let's move on. Let's let's move on for to to less complicated things than, than uh <laughs> the breaking down the whole meaning of life. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Let's let's go to more petty shit. So uh, speaking of life, last time I spoke to you guys, I was talking about setting myself on a more righteous path. You know, eating better, exercising, all that shit, right? And uh, I have to report to you that since I last spoke to you, I think I'm down about 25 pounds. Oh my God, James! Is your dick smaller now? Well, I think it actually looks bigger now because I lost weight. That's hot, James. I know it is. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm between 20 and 25 pounds down. Look at me. Look at me shine. But I'm still not happy with myself. I still look at myself in the mirror and I say, look at you, you fat piece of shit. Look at you. It's called fat shaming. It fucking works. You should try it. If you need it. You know, don't, uh, don't baby yourself. If, you, if you're trying to lose weight. I think a lot of us out there are trying to lose weight because of the state of this fucking country. <laughs> We're so fucking fat, dude, as a people. It's ridiculous. You know, and it all comes down to what they're putting in the food, of course. I mean, but it, you know, but it's not... It's not even all that. Yes, that's a big part of it, but we're also the ones putting in the shit in our face. So, but the important thing is, I guess, the, the knowledge, right? Finding out the information. And then what you do after that is up to you. But we all know that what they're putting in our food is poison and fucking garbage. And they don't give a fuck about us and our health. They have no fucking, they don't give a shit. I recently uh, hung out with some people and they talk about, you know, they're from Lebanon. They talk about the Lebanese people. Like, dude, we, we should all be fat people by the way we eat. A lot of breads and shit like that. But, you know, but there's not a lot of fat people there. And you look across the fucking, across the pond at the Frenchies. I heard this other guy talking about he went there and uh, they, people eat all day long. They eat, like, they eat small foods all day long. And there's, everyone's so fucking thin because they have... They got more regulations against food. This country is fucking terrible. Now, I mean, for all, the point is, after all that, we have this, we have a higher responsibility in the U.S. to really manage what we're fucking eating if we want to make it out without becoming giant fat fucks. And look, there's a point where it's like, yeah, you know, I was like, you know, fuck it. You just start feeling like, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> A part of me is actually, maybe that's even depression. It's like, fuck it. Who cares, dude? I'm already getting fucking fat. What does it fucking matter? I'm married with kids. I'm trying to impress nobody. But then after a while, it's like, wait a minute, you piece of shit. Look at you. You let yourself go. And I just tell myself all the time. Even when like, you know, where I think I'm making progress and it's like, you know, I could have probably a, a little cheat of this and that. It's like, no, nah, look at you, you fat piece of shit. Look, just look at you, you fat piece of fucking shit look at you just look at you look at that how fucking gross <laughs> this is me talking to myself by the way and, and it, it's been working on me it's been working i've been doing pretty good i mean there was a bachelor party i went to where i drank all fucking day but uh hardly ate you know i try to balance it out and then a wedding where I ate cake and shit and drinks and blah, 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 cigars. Oh, I've had three cigars in the last two weeks. 
but it's for a special occasion. Yeah, you know, I'm still doing pretty good. But uh, yeah, I'm just trying to update you on my, my stance. There you go. With hard work and dedication, you too could fat shame yourself into thinness. <laughs> I still got a ways to go, but uh, I'm, I'm on the right track. So uh, everyone out there, do the right thing. Completely bash yourself in the mirror naked and talk about what a piece of shit you are. All right? It works. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've been eating. Uh, I'll tell you what. This might be interesting to you. I, I think some of you are probably rolling your eyes. A lot of people don't like being preached to in a sense, but I'm not really trying to preach. I'm trying to uh, basically help. And I know it's like, well, you're not qualified. What the fuck do you know? Yeah, you're right. There's a thing that helps out is uh, that calorie counter. What is it called? My Fitness Pal. Uh, I started doing that for a while, but I stopped using it because I'm basically eating the same shit every day. <laughs> so there's no point in like inputting everything. And so I'll start off the morning with a smoothie. And then I'll have a salad for lunch. And uh, in be like during the day and as a snack, I'll have fucking raw carrots, baby carrots, peeled. Which at first is kind of weird, but you get used to them. And then also, uh, what else will I have? Uh, let's see. Uh, my cuties. <laughs> as a snack. And in the, in the evening time, you know, wife makes some home-cooked food. Not too high with the calories. I'm trying to avoid breads and shit, but I've been eating a lot of breads lately. A lot of Mediterranean food. So I've been hanging out with that part of the family. So, uh, But it's fucking good. I love it. Been drinking more than I should be. But I'm on the I'm on my way to set me free. Hey, fat ass. <laughs> you piece of shit, you fat fuck. Don't put that food in your face, you fat fuck. You piece of shit. All right. So there you go. Fat shaming. Does it work? It sure does. In my case, <laughs> 25 pounds down. I'm surprising myself. Look at me thriving. I'm shedding my fat cocoon body and I'm become <laughs> a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> but it takes time. That's the important thing to remember. It does take time. I mean, like the first three weeks, I was like, this isn't fucking working. And all of a sudden, you just realize it. Not, this, this, my mom has been trying to lose weight for a long time. And she always tells me, like, I'll, she's like, oh, it's so hard. So she'll go, like, a month and won't see any results and just give up. Like, it's not working. You know, I've heard you got to go, like, between a month and six weeks just to even notice results. It's a fucking slow, grueling process. And it sucks dick. Because it's like, dude, I've been, it's, it seems like it's, it's been a fucking, it's been five, six weeks I should be like a pencil by now. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. It takes a long fucking time. So there you go. That's me trying to motivate you fucks. All right. You might think I'm talking shit. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, be like me. No, I'm saying that I'm, I'm acknowledging there's a problem in this country. And I know that a lot of us don't want to be fucking fat because I sure don't. So, uh, yeah. Try to do you a favor, you, you asshole. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Uh, speaking of all that stuff, I've been doing a lot of uh, hiking. Now, it turns out there's a lot of benefits to hiking as well as negativity towards hiking. Let me tell you what happened to me. 
not do I, you know I love hiking I've been t- I'm trying to get my wife out and she finally fucking every, you know what every time I don't want to go I don't like hiking I hate it right it's always a fucking fight match and I'm trying to like come on come with me let's do this as a family let's get this going like I want to instill this shit in my kids I want to put this in them now my parents didn't do this shit with me yeah right um <laughs> look my fucking parents ate we ate burgers pizza we ate all kinds of shit we ate burgers more than anything and i'm a kid i don't fucking know any better it tastes good so i'm fine with it my mom would cook but she worked she had a full-time job also so she would be kind of just not in the mood just all right we'll get something yeah dude i ate like shit as a kid i used to drink three fucking sodas a day I had no idea. <laughs> I, I didn't know any better. My parents were terrible when it came to diet. So what I'm trying to do is instill this shit for my kids and try to give them like, you know, a head start because of the way things are going. Oh, they're even, it's even worse than ever. Probably. Oh, well, I guess maybe not because we're, everyone's starting to get information about it. But I mean, I'm still trying to get them going. So, so when I'm doing my, uh, my, my exercises, <laughs> Every other day, I I lift weights. (laughs) I sound like an asshole saying that, but I'll do like, you know, I'll do sit-ups. I'll do four fucking reps of like a whole different shit. And every time I go to the sit-up portion, my kids will come and I put my feet under the couch to, uh, you know, to brace myself with. And they'll come, dude, and they'll do every fucking time with me. And I was like, look at this shit, man. This is awesome. I'm, I'm I'm implanting this great seed. My daughter, like every time she'll she's doing her homework, she'll run up to the fucking couch with me. Like, okay, how many are you doing this time, Daddy? All right, this time thirty. Okay. And then she even fucking like went above and beyond. I went and did a hundred. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. So yeah, I mean, like you know, we go hiking. My wife is against it. Until recently, she went and she was just she fucking was hating it. Now this hike was a pain in the ass. She went on one with me and it was pretty, pretty grueling. And then ah, she went on two with me. And then this third time she, she didn't go for months. And then finally she came again. And this was like the worst one of all. And she was dying. We got to the top and you see, it's pretty much the highest point in the city I live in. There's a bunch of hills around and it's the highest point in the city. And you can see 360 degree view of fucking everything. And it's gorgeous. And uh, it took a lot of fucking, it was hard to get up this goddamn hill. And at the top of it, my wife is just done laying on the floor, like (laughs) breathing super heavy. And after we rested for a while, I was like, all right, do you want to go back down the way we came? Or do you want to keep exploring and finish this whole, the whole path that she's going to keep going farther out? She fucking goes, let's keep going. I was like, holy shit, it's working. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. <laughs> and then like a few days after that, she posts a photo and her friend's like, hey, I love hiking. I didn't know you hiked. Let's go on a hike. So we all went with her friend, uh, two of her friends. We took a fucking six mile hike in the evening time. And the sun wound up going down and we're hiking through the fucking woods in the darkness, which is kind of creepy. But it's like, holy shit, it's awakening something. And all it took was her friend saying, hey, let's do it. 
Goddamn bitch. <laughs> Won't do it for me. But her friend says it. Okay. Yeah, we're taking that night hike, and all of a sudden you hear like that, like the cackling sounds of coyotes. Like, oh fuck, here we go. It sounded like a lot of them. But there were four of uh there were four of us, me and three women. And I always take my walking stick in case I gotta fend off any animals or creepy people. You've seen The Walking Dead, everybody. It's people you gotta worry about the most. <laughs> yeah, but it's been pretty cool. But anyway, the negative side of hiking is at some fucking point on one of these hikes, I always wear shorts. To be honest, I don't even know what the fuck happened to me. I'm assuming it probably was from hiking. But I got some kind of like scratch or some kind of mark on my leg. And then it just started spreading from that little a little cut looking thing. I really don't know how it happened. I don't know if if I banged my shin on something or or what the fuck. If I have no clue what what happened. It's one of those things where he's like, "Oh shit, how'd that happen to me?" I got bleeding somehow. I have no idea how it happened. I just saw some thing there on my leg. Next thing you know, like a week later, I go to Big Bear for the bachelor party. And I notice like it looks like maybe it's a little swollen, but nothing too major. We go on a hike in Big Bear. I did scratch my legs on some weird fucking vine thing. Or a vine, some like uh, weeds with like little thorns on them. I scratched my leg. I don't know if that's what did it, but uh, the weekend after or the next week after Big Bear, my fucking leg was like, it looked like I started becoming like a zombie outbreak. It was fucking gross. Like, what the, f- what is this? Where did this come from? What is it? What's it? Ah, what is it? What's it do? It just started getting worse. And I'm like, yeah, it'll go away. And it started getting worse and worse and fucking gross. And I'm telling you, it looked like a goddamn Hollywood movie. Like when you get, when you get bit and it starts getting worse and like rotty looking, ah, that was gross. So I go to the fucking doctor. I went to urgent care on Sunday morning. I was there. They opened at eight thirty. I was there at fucking eight, eight fifty, eight ten in the morning to avoid everybody. And I get there and there's like twelve people in line already. I'm like, fuck, man. Wasn't too bad of a wait though. So I go in there and I'm talking to the doctor and blah 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 blah. So basically. He's telling me it looks like a chemical type reaction, some kind of chemical blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I don't know if I came into contact with any chemicals, but I've been, uh, I was in Big Bear and I went on a hike. He's like, oh, because he mentioned something about poison oak or poison ivy. He's like, uh, it doesn't quite look like that so much because of this, uh, the way it's spreading and this and that. I was like, well, I've been going on a lot of hikes lately. Oh, you have? He's like, yeah. He's like, do you wear shorts? I'm like, every single time. Okay. Okay, I better give you, because he was like going to give me some lower version of some kind of medication. I better give you the high or uh, the stronger stuff, some kind of steroid. I'm like, Jesus. (laughs) So right now I'm on steroids, everybody. (laughs) I don't think it's helping my weightlifting. (laughs) My leg is clearing up, but uh, ugh, it's fucking gross. (laughs) It's gross, dude. Oh, oh, oh. And while I was there, here's the big update, everybody. Do you remember my hearing fucking bullshit? All right. So in November of 2014, uh, I was heading back to my, uh, I was at work 
and I was heading back to my um, my headquarters at the end of the day. And I'm driving down the road, listening to the radio, and the you know it's not very loud. I just had on just normal fucking volume, nothing crazy in my work vehicle. And all of a sudden, it, it felt on my right ear, like uh, you know how when you're going up in the mountains and you get that, you get your ears get kind of clogged, or they, you know, what do they call them, plugged? That's what it felt like. It felt like it got plugged like 25%. And I was just trying to pop them, but it, it wouldn't do it. And then, like in the course of between like maybe 10 minutes, it went from 25%, 50% clogged, 75% to like a, a complete where I couldn't hear out of my, my right ear. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Anyway, the next day, I actually had to call into work because my equilibrium was all thrown off. I couldn't even walk straight. And I got scared. I had no idea what it was. And I, and I hear a high pitch fucking. It's higher than that at all times. And I've heard that since 2014, November. Now, I didn't go to the doctor, by the way, because I didn't have any medical insurance at the time. And uh, yeah, I know what you're thinking. Why don't you just go to a doctor and fucking pay? Because I didn't have any fucking money either. <laughs> and so I was self-diagnosing myself, as we all do on WebMD. And it was like, oh yeah, you know, you, you, have, you could possibly have eardrum rupture. And it's like, well, fuck, I was at a concert recently. I think in my, I, I felt, it was super loud and I felt my eardrum fucking vibrating. That's probably what it is. And so I just assumed it was my eardrum got ruptured. And it said, yeah, it, it could take like six months to heal. I was like, fuck, man. So that time came and went, and it still didn't clear up. And then you get used to it. I know it sounds weird hearing this 24-7, but you do get used to it. The time that it's the loudest is when it's at night, and it's super quiet. Then it's super fucking loud. And every night, it sounds like there's a bunch of crickets outside my window. <laughs> so uh, I finally am going to the doctor since 2014 and it's because of my fucking uh my poison oil poison ivy whatever the fuck it is on my leg and while i'm in there i'm like hey let me ask you a question doc is this something that you i have to see a specialist about or can or can you can you check it out and he looks into my ear and he's like oh well you have some earwax build up in there let me have my nurse flush it out and then i'll check you out afterward he's like because right now i can't really see He's like, yeah, this is normal. People get the buildup, but you know, we can just flush it out. No problem. It's like, all right. So the guy comes in. I don't know if any of you have ever had an earwax flush, but it's so fucking weird. They get this uh, big tub of water, saline solution, whatever it is. And they uh, get this gun and they suck it up and they just shoot it into your fucking ear. And it's so goddamn weird feeling. But he's going to town and you just like, it just goes... It's just going through your head and it's like, ugh. And it kind of tickles at a sense. And then at one point, I felt this pain. And I went, ah! And it felt like he, it felt like he got a needle and stabbed me in the middle of my fucking ear. And he's like, he's like, yeah, we got one. We got it. And he pulls out, I'm not kidding, dude, this big fucking rock of earwax. And it's fucking gross. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't super huge but for someone to pull that out of your ear it's fucking gross and uh 
Then he pulled another one out of my left ear, and the doctor came in, and he looked at me again with his little thing, and he's like, okay, well, yeah, there's no more earwax anymore. He's like, I can see, I can perfectly see both your eardrums, and they're both totally fine. I don't see any problem with them. I don't see any infection around that ear you're complaining about. So, you know, your, your ear just go through some trauma because we had to flush it out and pull that rock out. <laughs> he goes, but in about two or three days, if, it, if that's what the problem was, this sound should go away. And uh, I have to tell you guys, it's been a week. And it's still there! Ah! It's still there, everybody. I think it even got louder when they took that fucking wax rock out of my ear. So I told them, like, all right, let me ask you the worst case scenario. Let's say it's not because of the earwax. What could, what could it be? Like, worst case. He's like, well, worst case is you've had hearing loss from uh, damage to your ear. And unfortunately, it's irreparable. Oh, great. So I got to live like this the rest of my fucking life. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, yeah, you know, and the problem is the reason it gets so loud when it gets quiet is because you have hearing loss. And so your ear is working harder to take in sound. And so it like projects or uh, what's it called? Um, magnifies the volume. It's like, oh, great. He's like, yeah, you can actually get a hearing aid to reduce that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but people just don't do it because it costs so much money. I was like, oh, great. So I, I could either go from hearing this forever, the rest of my life, or be that guy with a hearing aid in my ear. Huh? What? Fantastic news, huh, everybody? Fantastic fucking news. So that settles that. In case you were all wondering, I know you guys all have notepads and you write down all the stuff that's bothering me and you wait for me to, uh, to see what, how it's resolved or not. So there you go. Danger update. Fantastic. <sighs> Speaking of old guys, you know what I saw recently? I know this doesn't relate to anything, but who cares? Does it have to? So I've been driving... Uh, around my place of employment. Now, I, this, this area around where I work, I, I pass it a lot. And there's a homeless guy that's always hanging around the same spot. He's an old dude. He's a white guy. He's got long hair and a long beard, big bushy beard. He's probably in his 60s. Real tall, looks dirty as fuck. Looks like a real homeless guy, right? You've seen a lot of people, you know, you're, you know they're faking it. This guy's the real deal. He's the real fucking deal. He's got like the, the, the matted up hair. His beard's all fucked up too. You know he stinks. You know, I'm not talking shit, but I'm just describing him. His clothes are all dirty. I feel bad for the guy. But the thing about him is every time I pass by this dude, he's either sitting down by himself or he's just standing up in the, in the sidewalk or he's, or he's walking slowly and he's having a full-on conversation with himself. Fucking creepy and he'll be like you know having hand gestures while he's talking and looking in a certain direction like he's talking to somebody and i've sat there and fuck like at a stop sign and watched this guy and it's like geez this guy truly is talking to someone and uh 
I was telling my wife this yesterday or a couple of days ago, we're at dinner or having dinner. And I was telling her about it and she's like, and I go, yeah, it's scary. And my kids are like, why is it scary? I was like, well, because I think, I think the scariest thing in life is completely losing your mind. It's got to be the creepiest thing, not having any idea what's real or what's not real. I mean, from my perspective, this guy is a fucking lunatic and he lost it. He's talking to, to nobody. But maybe from his perspective, the person's really fucking there and really responding, you know? And what the hell difference does he know? It's so fucking bizarre. Ah! I can't imagine. You know what? Some of you have made fun of me for talking to myself, and you know what I mean. Um, what, what are you implying, James? Nothing, nothing. But if, if I ever got to the point where I'm standing out in the corner, fully talking to myself, you should probably record it to keep on to keep the podcast going or just put me out of my misery. Just put me down. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it's a good spot to start wrapping this one up. I've done a whole lot of rambling about nothing. But I think that comes to be expected from a, a person of such high-functioning retardness. All right. Let's start closing the show out, everybody. First with a segment I like to call Stallone. Stands alone. <laughs> and now it's time for Stallone stands alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie, would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question. When we place Sylvester Stallone playing Ben Affleck's character of Bruce Wayne slash Batman in Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. And here it goes. Civil liberties are being trampled on in your city. Good people living in fear. Hey, Ola, I don't believe everything you hear, son. I've seen it, Mr. Wayne. He thinks he's above the law. Hey, Ola, the Daily Planet criticizing those who think they're above the law is a little hypocritical, wouldn't you say? Like, considering every time your hero saves a cat out of a tree, you write like a puff piece editorial about an alien who, if he wanted to, could burn the whole place down, you know? There wouldn't be a damn thing we could do to stop it. Most of the world doesn't share your opinion, Mr. Wayne. Hey, yo, like, maybe it's a Gotham City in me, but we just have a bad history where, like, freaks dress like clowns. Y you know? I, for one, think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Bruce Wayne. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. Another edition of Stallone Stands Alone.
<laughs> All right, everybody. Let's move on to something that's called... I fancy that! It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy. All right, fancy times, everybody. I fancy that's a segment in which I uh, talk about something positive for a change. Something that makes me happy. And uh, blah, blah, blah. So I fancy, speaking of Batman v Superman, um, at the first time I saw it, I was not too pleased. There was a lot of cool stuff I liked about it. And uh, there was a lot of dumb shit. And Peterson and I... Peterson! We did a podcast on Sticks and Stones podcast about uh, our review of that movie like two days after it came out. Now, I had a lot of questions that didn't seem like I had an answer to by watching the movie. But I went back and I told myself before the movie even came out, I was like, okay, I'm going to see opening night and then I'm going to see it in 3D at some point, uh, hopefully IMAX. Which I did. The wife had to work. I was like, hey, kids, you want to go see Batman in 3D? Okay, what's 3D? <laughs> Let's go check it out. So we went. And I have to tell you, man, I fucking really enjoyed it the second time. I really fucking liked it. Yes, there are a lot of dumb things about it still. Uh, I'm sure you've all seen it by now. For one, the whole Lex Luthor thing really fucking sucks for me. Uh, apparently, he's actually the son of the actual Lex Luthor. I fucking hope that's true. I hope they, they bring uh, Brian Cranston in, you know, how they wanted it. Anyway, I, I hope uh, I hope that guy's done being that character because I did not like it. And and him creating Doomsday was kind of was pretty fucking stupid. A lot of dumb things. But overall, it is a comic book movie. You have to remember. And uh I I fucking I enjoyed it, dude. The second time around, like it does seem seem kind of slow, but that first time I saw it, I was up since four in the morning, and it was like a seven thirty showing. I was fucking tired, worked all day, blah 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 blah. And like you know, when you finally you know like if you had a long day at work and you finally sit down and relax and you get real tired, so my eyes were all strained. Yes, it might I might sound like I'm making a bunch of excuses, but this is true. And I was like fucking out of it. I was just trying to focus and pay attention. And I miss a lot of stuff. So the second time around, having all those questions in mind, it's like, oh, that's why. Oh, that's why. Now it all makes sense. Is it a perfect movie? Not at all. Not even close. But it was fucking awesome. The second time, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The 3D is pretty fucking cool. But uh, goddamn, I, I really fucking... So, Batman v Superman. I fancy that. Even though Rotten Tomatoes completely shit all over it, it's at a 28%, which I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. You know what? I'm going to look something up real quick. Hold on. Hold your horses, everybody. Yeah, that's what I thought. Rotten Tomatoes has Spider-Man 3, which was a shit movie, at 63%. <laughs> and Batman v Superman at 28%. All right. I, I don't understand it. Uh, anyway, this movie was... What I what I fancy is finally seeing fucking Batman pretty goddamn close to the character, you know. 
I lo- I loved the the Bale movies. I loved all of them. Oh, the last one. Uh, I loved the I loved I still like the whole trilogy a lot. But for me, Christian Bale like you know, he was a good Batman, but there was just something off about it. But this dude fucking killed it, Affleck. Oh man, literally he killed he killed some people. <laughs> which which is not uh doesn't go with that character, but you know, I don't even care. He's such a fucking hard ass. I loved it. Just to see like his Bruce Wayne was killer, his fucking Batman was a savage. Ah. Uh. I finally understand what Super Dick told me a while back on one of these nerd shows. He's like, dude, I don't care if they make if they keep making these movies. He's like, that just gives them the opportunity to make them better and improve them. Cause we talked about like, isn't it gonna get old? No, man. I want him to keep making them. <laughs> I get it now, Super Dick. I finally understand. So yeah, I mean, people people shit on it, but I fucking loved it. The second time around, I mean, I loved it. Uh, and the kids, they loved the 3D. It was it blew their fucking mind. The 3D was pretty cool, although a lot of times it seems like, hmm, this is not 3D at all. There's not a whole lot of 3D going on, just some parts. Which I think, if you're gonna make a 3D movie, make it all fucking 3D, right? Even if you're sitting at in, at your desk writing paperwork, let me see your stapler in the in the foreground. <laughs> Come on, I'm paying extra money. Make everything fucking pop off the screen, you dickhead. Anyway, uh, is that all I got? Is that all I? Jesus Christ, is that all I'm fancy about this week? Uh, oh, I got one more. This is like a small one. I recently was at a, an intersection and I live in a predominantly Asian area. Aurora High, Hacienda High. I live in Hacienda Heights and a lot of it's Asian, but next door is Roland Heights and that's super Asian. And one, one day, one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because they thought it was a good spot because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, raised, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So there was an Asian cop, Asian cop, sheriff guy, sitting in his car. And he's right behind an Asian lady making a right turn at an intersection. Now, you all know making a right turn for the most part, at a red light, you can make the, red, the right turn, unless otherwise noted in a sign. This has no sign. She could turn. A lot of these Asian people don't know the rules of America, and they fucking sit there until the light turns green so they can go. And this Asian cop was flipping out behind this woman, <laughs> throwing his hands up in the air like, what the fuck? Go! What are you waiting for? He was doing all this stuff. He was so fucking angry. And I was like, wow, this is so ironic. Isn't that ironic? Don't you chink? A little too ironic. Sorry. Uh, yeah, dude, he was flipping his, blowing his fucking lid off because this Asian lady wasn't driving. I'm like, look at that. That's beautiful. Everything's come full circle in this life. An Asian cop mad at an Asian lady for doing Asian stuff. <laughs> Weird. Semi-racism. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. 
It's time for the legendary. Fuck you, moment in here. We go. Fuck you. All right. All right. The fuck you moment is opposite of I fans with that. It's where I get to jump off my soapbox, scream, yell, complain, whine, jump up and down, throw a fit, cry oh, about something that bothers me. Now, this one is short and sweet. Maybe not so short, but it is sweet. All right, dude, fuck you to plumbing. That's right, plumbing. Fuck you, plumbing. Oh, my God. Isn't the worst thing in life plumbing issues? I live in a house that's old, and uh, the plumbing is not as great as, let's say, a brand new house. Obviously. And, oh, my God. Besides the original fucking problems of the main going down into the street, there's some kind of a crack or something, and weeds or roots grow into there, roots, and they start blocking up the fucking drain. And in the past, I've had to pay a dude to come out to our clean out with this giant fucking industrial sh- industri- Hold on. Hold on. I can do it industrial sized snake and he shoves it in the main and this thing is fucking massive and it's got a giant I mean it's got wheels on it and it's got a giant diameter and this guy goes like 75 feet into the pipe he goes way out there and chops up the roots and all that and uh, before he'd have to come out you know like once a year at least and uh oh man and so we do this root killer root killer thing supposedly that's been helping but you know just waiting for the next time it fucking stops up anyway recently the fucking toilet clogged up for whatever reason and i asked my kids because i know it's them what did you put in there nothing what did you do nothing did you put any of those wipies in there no because in my house we use wet wipes and if you don't use wet wipes, then fuck you because your ass is dirty. <laughs> Guaranteed. If you ever take a shit and you're using just toilet paper, you're not getting all the shit off your ass. I challenge you. Next time you take a pretty nasty shit, not a clean shit that just drops right out and it's like a phantom shit where you don't even have to wipe. I'm talking like, let's talk about a messy shit here. You try wiping your ass with only toilet paper, and at the end of it, you're like, yeah, I'm pretty satisfied. Then you get yourself a wet wipe and just get up in there, and you'll see what you, get, what you come back with. <laughs> so I think my kids threw some fucking wipes in the toilet. That's what I think happened. But of course, they deny it, like kids will do. And I recently had to go, uh, or, you know, so the toilet was clogged. We have two toilets. I'm like, All right. listen, kids, do not use that toilet. Do not use that toilet. Do not use the toilet. If I say it three times, you'll remember it, right? So, one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was a good spot. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money, that can't be bought, bullied, raisined, and negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, one day, I'm, I'm taking a shit. And my daughter's like, Daddy, I have to go pee. I got to pee real bad. And I'm taking a shit. 
So I'm not going anywhere. And uh, I was like, look, all right, just go pee in the other bathroom, but don't flush it. You got to go. You just go over there. And then a little bit later, she comes out. I pooped too. What? What? I couldn't help it. She shit all inside the fucking clogged toilet. Oh. I wasn't going to call a plumber and spend a shit ton of money, pun intended. So I went to the Home Depot's and I bought myself a toilet auger, which is specifically designed for toilets. It's like it's a snake for toilets. I also bought a goddamn uh, sink and drain auger thing that has like a thing you spin. Another snake. I bought two of those. I bought both of them. It came up to like 75, 80 bucks for two of these fucking things. Okay. But like I said, this house has shitty plumbing. Fuck you, plumbing. I hate plumbing. It's the worst. It's got to be perfect or it will fucking leak. And if it leaks, water gets everywhere and then water damages shit. I would pick a gas leak over a water leak any day. Any day of the week. (laughs) So anyway, I fuck with this toilet takes me a while because I'm not really sure what I'm, I know what I'm doing with this toilet auger. I've never used one before. But I finally get it done. But this whole time, I'm smelling my daughter's shit. And the bathroom smells like shit. Because the shit has been sitting there for a couple days because we had to go to a wedding. I have any time to do any of this. So it just was brewing in there. And so I'm in there just smelling the shit. And yeah, a couple of drops fucking splash out. Ugh, it's a fucking mess. Literally. Literally. And I finally get the toilet cleared. And the whole time I'm doing it, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to my daughter, I will never forgive you. For... Do you remember Pulp Fiction? Remember Pulp Fiction where, the, where John Travolta accidentally shoots the black guy in the face in the back seat of the car? And then Samuel Jackson's helping him clean up all the brains. And he's like, I will never forgive you for this shit. That's what I kept thinking the whole time. The whole time I'm hovering over this bowl of brown water trying to clog, uh, unclog this drain. I kept, I will never forgive you for this shit. Literally. Oh, it was terrible. It finally gets down. And I'm like, fuck it. I might as well stop. I, I'm not going to stop there. I go to the shower, which has been lagging it with the draining. And I know why. Because of the women and their fucking hair. So I do that. I pull out a bunch of hair out of the drain and it's, and it's working like a charm. Hey, might as well keep going to the sink. I undo all the pipes at the bottom of the sink and clear out all the fucking sludge and sewage that's in there. All the food the kids pour down the sink that builds up. Now that's draining like a fucking champ. I did it all, everybody. I was a fucking hero. But it's dirty work and I hate it. Fuck you, plumbing! Anyone that's a plumber, dude. Wow. They are heroes. You talk about the military? No. Let's really celebrate plumbers. They do some dirty shit. Literally. So fuck you to plumbing. Fuck you to my kids. <laughs> oh. What else? Um, I had more. What else did I complain about? Uh, whatever, dude. All that stuff. Fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you. Oh, it's the worst. 
it's the worst issue is is you know what I've even I've even resorted with my plumbing problems. I've I've resorted to like taking a shit inside a fucking ice chest with a with a trash bag liner. I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> Too much information, James. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you. All right, all the stuff I just said. I fuck you. Fuck you. All right, that's it. Show number 189 is complete. Great times. I'm telling you, I'm going to 200 and I'm calling it. That's it for me. I record these shows uh, every, what is it, every month it seems now. This is probably going to be like another fucking year. <laughs> but I think at 200, I'm done. I'm going to move on with my life. Uh, anyway, yeah, boo-hoo. Look, at the end, I want to I wanna share something with you guys. So... Speaking of uh, Batman and all that stuff and the DC universe coming alive. So the Suicide Squad is coming out later this year and it features Jared Leto as the Joker. And he's looking, I mean, his look is pretty fucking blah for me, but he seems like he's going to be a fucking psycho, which is awesome. Uh, That should be cool. But what I wanted to share with you is, I don't know if you guys, I mean, I'm sure you all fucking know that he's in a band called 30 Seconds to Mars. And, uh... Yesterday, as I was lifting weights, <laughs> I was playing his. I was playing that band on shuffle. They're a pretty good fucking band. I like a lot of their songs, uh, but I wanted to play with you, play for you one of the songs. I think it might be my favorite song. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, but yeah, I was just like listening to it, and it sounds kind of creepy the way he's singing it. I was like just picturing the Joker, and I'm like, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so uh, right now, I'm gonna play for you a song by Thirty Seconds to Mars called. Stranger in a Strange Land. And it sounds a little something like this. Fuck you like the devil Fire 
じゃあ